0: Convicted and Convinced. A message from God's Word for you. And now, here's Dr. Dan Gerard.
1: Because I grew up in a Sunday-keeping Christian church, many of my family and friends have asked through the years since I became a Sabbath-keeping Christian, why? Why do you now go to church on Saturday? What caused you to make the change? The sermon series that I am beginning today is a result of my answering that question, why? And as I share why I am a Sabbath-keeping Christian, along with millions of others who celebrate our relationship with Christ and the uniqueness of Sabbath keeping. Please note that as I share, I am doing so in a sincere spirit of being non judgmental, of being non critical of those who may not yet understand this uniqueness of Sabbath keeping. Debates, some of them heavy and heated have been waged on the subject. But I have been impressed to refrain from such a spirit and simply share why I am a Sabbath-keeping Christian. In the sermon series, I'm going to be sharing four reasons why I'm a Sabbath-keeping Christian. And today, we're looking at reason number one. I am a Sabbath-keeping Christian because it was kept in the beginning. Shortly after becoming a Sabbath-keeping Christian, a friend asked me why. And before I got very far in explaining, he literally screamed at me and said, Dan, you are not Jewish. Don't you know that the Sabbath is just for the Jews? And before I could respond, he quickly walked away. That was the last we ever spoke of that subject. But since that experience, I learned that that was and is the presumption of many Christians of our day. I had taught that myself for many years as a Sunday-keeping Christian pastor. What I wanted to share with my friend was that the Sabbath is not a Jewish institution. The Sabbath predates it came before Judaism. In Genesis chapter 12, we have the record of the call of Abraham and the covenant that God made with Abraham. Scholars who have studied chronology agree that Genesis chapter 12 took place around approximately 1921 BC. Now, why is this important? Very simple, and follow me very closely. Abraham was the beginning of the Jewish nation, but the Sabbath predated. The Sabbath was instituted before Abraham and before the Jewish nation. Genesis chapter 1 and chapter 2 records in great detail the creation week. And I want to pick up reading the account beginning in Genesis chapter 1 and verse 31 and going through chapter 2 and verse 3. And God saw everything that he had made And behold, it was very good, and the evening and morning were the sixth day, and thus the heavens and the earth were finished, and all the host of them. And on the seventh day God ended his work which he had made, and he rested on the seventh day from all his work which he had made. And God blessed the seventh day and sanctified it, because that in it he had rested from all his work which God created and made." Question. Will you agree with me that Genesis 1 and Genesis 2 took place before Genesis chapter 12? Now, why is that important? Very simple. It's important because Genesis 1 and 2 plainly teach that the Sabbath was instituted by God before the call of Abraham to become the father of the Jewish people. Thousands of years before the first Jewish person, the Sabbath was already instituted. And the Sabbath was instituted in the beginning. The Sabbath was not a part of the covenant that God made with Abraham and his offspring. The Sabbath was instituted by God as his signature of his finished work of creation. Well, do I remember when I began to study this area as I was still a Sunday-keeping Christian and the profound impact that Genesis chapter 2 and verse 3 made in my mind and in my heart. Listen, and God, underscore, blessed the seventh day and sanctified it. Now, why is this important? Very simple. It's important because God blessed the seventh day as a way of reminding His creation of the blessing He had bestowed upon them that he has bestowed upon you and bestowed upon me. You see, God not only gave the gift of companionship and procreation to Adam and Eve and their offspring, but God also gave another special gift. God gave an entire day, a day that the Bible says he blessed and sanctified. And how do I know this? I know this because Jesus said so. In Mark chapter 2 and verse 27, I want you to listen to this record. And Jesus said to them, listen, as it flowed from His gracious lips to that generation and to our generation. And Jesus said unto them, the Sabbath, underscore, was made for man and not man for the Sabbath. I want you to think about it. In the beginning, God made. In the beginning, God instituted. In the beginning, God gave a wonderful gift to mankind. God gave the seventh-day Sabbath for man. I want to read that verse again. And Jesus said unto them, The Sabbath was made for man, and not man for the Sabbath. Now I may be simplistic and some people even accuse me of being simple minded but that's all right. But in my simplistic thinking I just choose to believe that the man Adam predated and came before the man Abraham who started the Jewish nation. You see The Sabbath was not made for the Jew only. The Bible says the Sabbath was made for man. Now this is not my opinion. This is the statement of Jesus, the ultimate authority. And so God instituted the Sabbath for at least three reasons. Number one, God instituted the Sabbath in the beginning as a way of reminding mankind how blessed we are. Number two, God instituted the Sabbath in the beginning as a way of affording mankind a time of rest, a time of refreshment, a time for reflection. And number three, God instituted the Sabbath in the beginning as a way for mankind to stay in touch with the Creator. I want you to listen to the voice of Christ, that immensely popular verse that we quote so often. But but sometimes I wonder if we really understand the true content of it. Mark chapter 2 and verse 28, therefore, on the basis of what he just said in Mark chapter 2 and verse 27, he said, therefore, the Son of Man is Lord also of the Sabbath. You see, my friends, God knew. God knew. God knew in the beginning that keeping the seventh-day Sabbath would enable mankind to stay in touch with ourselves. God knew in the beginning that the keeping of the Seventh-day Sabbath would enable mankind to stay in touch with other aspects of God's creation. God knew in the beginning that keeping the Seventh-day Sabbath would enable mankind not only to recognize but also to revere the Creator, as Jesus said, the Lord of the Sabbath. Another premise that I heard from some when they found out that I'd become a Sabbath-keeping Christian was that the Sabbath was and is legislation from Moses to Israel. And as I began to think more and more about that, because I had preached that for many years, I came to understand that there were a couple of things that just did not fit that scenario from what I discovered in the Bible. First of all, I discovered in the Bible that the Sabbath principle was and is part of the Ten Commandments, and it did not originate with Moses. I want to repeat that. I discovered from the Bible that the Sabbath principle that was and is part of the Ten Commandments did not originate with Moses. You see, the Ten Commandments, they were not legislation for Moses. And the Ten Commandments were not new. Now follow me very closely. To say that the Fourth Commandment was a new commandment issued just for Israel would be to place the other nine commandments in the same category, just for Israel. Question. Would it be ethical to propose that the other nine commandments had not been in effect since the beginning? What am I asking? I'm asking this. Was there ever a time since man was created when it was right to have other gods before the true God? Was there ever a time since man was created when it was right to make graven images. Was it ever a time since man was created when it was right to take the name of God in vain? Was there ever a time since man was created when it was right to dishonor father and mother? Was there ever a time since man was created when it was right to kill? Was there ever a time since man was created when it was right to commit adultery? Was there ever a time since man was created when it was right to steal? Was there ever a time since man was created when it was right to bear false witness? Was there ever a time since man was created when it was right to covet the belongings of a neighbor? Now, follow me very closely. If it stands the test of ethical reasoning that these nine principles were established in the beginning, and if they were not established in the beginning, God made some big mistakes before Exodus chapter 20. Follow me closely. If it stands the test of ethical reasoning that these nine principles were instituted in the beginning and had continued from the beginning all the way until Exodus 20, does it not also stand the test of ethical reasoning that we must conclude that the fourth commandment, remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy, was also a principle established in the beginning at the time of creation. And so the question is not if these were new rules just for the Jews. The real question is this, why was it necessary to give the Ten Commandments on tables of stone in Exodus chapter 20 in written form? Why was it necessary? The Bible gives the answer. The Jewish people had forgotten the true essence of God. And in forgetting the true essence of God, they had lost vision of how blessed they were. In forgetting the true essence of God, they had lost vision of how special they were as God's creation. And the Ten Commandments were given in written form to remind them of this and also to enable them to be free from sin. I want you to look with me at the verses in Exodus chapter 20 just prior to the commandment passage and just after that passage. Look at Exodus chapter 20, verses 1, 2, and then drop down to verse number 20. And God spake all these words, saying, I am the Lord thy God, which brought thee out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage. Now, why would God say that just before giving the Ten Commandments in written form? God said that, because Israel had lost vision of the essence of who God was and how blessed they were because of who God was. Now look at verse 20. And Moses said unto the people, Fear not, for God is come to prove you, and that His fear may be before your faces underscore that ye sin not. So why did God give the Ten Commandments in written form in Exodus chapter 20? Number one, to remind Israel of the true essence of God, and number two, to enable Israel to be free from sin. A second thing that did not fit what I discovered from the Bible about the Sabbath not being legislation for Moses was that the Sabbath principle was then and still is today a part of the Ten Commandments and was already a requirement for observance before God dictated the Ten Commandments to Moses in written form in Exodus chapter 20. Now follow me very closely. Shortly after the Exodus from Egypt and crossing over the Red Sea, the Israelites began to murmur. In fact, they were so unhappy that they began to blame Moses for their situation, even going so far as to say that it would have been better for them to have stayed in Egypt and died there rather than to be brought into the wilderness and die of starvation god promised relief and god provided relief in the form of bread and quail in Exodus chapter 16 there is explicit instructions given in regard to gathering of the bread And a very important aspect of gathering the bread had to do with the need of gathering twice as much bread on the sixth day of the week. And so the people ask, why? Why, Moses, do we need to gather twice as much bread on Friday as we do the other days of the week? I want you to listen to the response of Pastor Moses In Exodus chapter 16, beginning in verse 23. This is that which the Lord has said, underscore. So he's speaking to him on Friday. Tomorrow is the rest of the Holy Sabbath unto the Lord. Bake that which ye will bake today, and see that ye will seize. And that which remaineth over lay up for you to be kept until the morning. And they laid it up till the morning, and Moses, as Moses bade, and it did not stink, neither were there any worm therein. And Moses said, eat that today, for today is a Sabbath unto the Lord. Today ye shall not find it in the field. Six days ye shall gather it, and underscore... But on the seventh day, which is the Sabbath, in it there shall be none. And it came to pass that there went out some of the people on the seventh day for together, and they found none. And the Lord said unto Moses, How long refuse ye to keep underscore my commandments and my laws? See, for that the Lord hath given you the Sabbath, Therefore He giveth you on the sixth day the bread of two days. Abide ye every man in his place. Let no man go out of his place on the seventh day. So the people rested on the seventh day. Now it's vital that we understand this picture. I want you to see this picture. For hundreds of years, over 400, During the Egyptian captivity, the people of God had been forced to work long hours at the beckoning of the Egyptians. And it is very unlikely that they were allowed to observe the seventh-day Sabbath that was instituted in the beginning at the time of creation. Now, why do I say that? I say that... Because if the Egyptians, now follow me closely. If the Egyptians had allowed them to observe the seventh-day Sabbath, they would have been sanctioning the seventh-day Sabbath. And by sanctioning the seventh-day Sabbath, they would have been given validity to the God who instituted the seventh-day Sabbath in the beginning at the time of creation, And that would have openly violated their own religious system of how things began and how things should be. And now, through the miracle of bread from heaven, the Lord God was reminding the people of the benefit that they had been deprived of For hundreds of years, God was reminding them of the benefit of the rest of the Holy Sabbath. The Holy Sabbath that was to be unto the Lord. You see, the people were being reminded that the Sabbath was instituted for the entirety of humanity. Question. Will you agree with me that Exodus chapter 16 took place before Exodus 20? You agree with me on that, don't you? Now, why is this important to understand? Very simple. It's important to understand because Exodus chapter 16 and verse 29 plainly states that the Lord God had given the Sabbath before Exodus 20. And God also made it very plain that the Sabbath was a vital part of His commandments, His law system before the Ten Commandments were dictated to Moses in written form. Look at it with me. Exodus 16, verses 27-27. 28 and 29. And it came to pass that they went out some of the people on the seventh day for to gather and they found none. And the Lord said unto Moses, How long refuse ye, underscore, how long refuse ye to keep my commandments? So the commandments were in effect before Exodus chapter 20, right? You just agreed with me that Exodus 16 comes before Exodus 20. He continued, How long refuse ye to keep my commandments and my laws? So God's laws were in existence before Exodus chapter 20. And then God said, See, for the Lord hath given you, the Sabbath. <laughs> oh, my friends, God, the supreme authority, said before Exodus 20 that his commandments, God, the supreme authority, said before Exodus 20 that his laws were already in effect and part of God's commandments. Part of God's law system was the Sabbath. So why am I a Sabbath-keeping Christian? I am a Sabbath-keeping Christian because I discovered from the Bible that the 7th Sabbath was kept in the beginning. Why am I a Sabbath-keeping Christian? I am a Sabbath-keeping Christian because I discovered from the Bible that the Jews did not originate the Sabbath. The Sabbath predated Judaism. The Sabbath was instituted at creation. It was instituted and given not just to the Jews, it was given to the entirety of mankind. Why am I a Sabbath-keeping Christian? I'm a Sabbath-keeping Christian because I discovered from the Bible that the Sabbath was not legislation instituted by Moses. The Sabbath predated, the Sabbath existed before the dictating of the Ten Commandments by God to Moses in written form. In our next session, I'm going to share with you the second reason why I'm a Sabbath keeping Christian. I am a Sabbath keeping Christian because it was kept by Jesus.
0: Dr. Dan Gerard is the pastor of University Parkway Seventh-day Adventist Church in Pensacola, Florida. Our weekly podcasts are recorded every Saturday morning. Bible study begins at 9.30. The sermon begins at 11. You are invited to join us. We live stream the 11 o'clock service. You can catch that broadcast at our website, universitypkwy.org, or at live stream. A library of previous messages is available on our YouTube channel, and on our website. Thank you for listening.